Willie, devastating breaking news. Quibi is shutting down. No. Not I'm sorry Quibi. to just throw that onto your plate. Why why would you do that? You gave me no space to breathe. I gave you exactly the amount of time that a Quibi episode took. I think this deserves a moment of silence. I agree. Wow, that felt that was beautiful. Amen. RIP Quibi. <laughs> to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scooter, and my guest today is none other than Willie Matson. Willie, thank you for being on the show. Why do I have to be a guest? Is, it, <laughs> is, there, something I, is there something that happened in the last episode? Are you canceling me? Yeah, we're, uh, we're cutting costs. This show doesn't cost anything. Ooh, that's right. We're, 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 just, not, we're just not getting the ratings. We're, we're not getting the, the emails. The sponsorships that we were hoping to uh, is it secure. Something I said. I think it's everything. Is this my fault? Said. Are we getting a divorce because it's me? Is it me? Uh, it's the opposite of goodwill hunting. It. This is your fault. When you said my <laughs> guess, that's probably thought... bad. Goodwill hunting was about abuse, and probably shouldn't joke about that. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. So Robin Williams is dead. Everybody get over it. <laughs> hey, speaking of Robin Williams, this has nothing to do with him. I just saw this really interesting thing. So. Here's a loophole to the whole thing about the genie being able to grant three wishes. It's my second what? favorite kind of hole. Hello? Watering holes. Those are the other ones. If you take a piece of paper, Scott, and you write down a bunch of things like, I want a million dollars. I want this type of car. I want to whatever, right? Just write a giant list on a piece of paper. Arguably, you could go up to a genie and be like, I want everything on this page to come true. Ooh. Oh? And that if you do it in an old school, loophole. old school high school rules, five point font, double sided on a postcard, it's all got to come true. Outside of uh, that, what's happening this week, Scott? That literally blew my mind, but I don't have anything from that community this week. But I do have something from r slash facepalm. Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? If it's facepalm, it's got to be a bad thing, right? That's right, because this is a subreddit for you to share the stupidity of people online and in real life. Which there are is a plethora. That is a, a commodity that will never come short. Correct. So, this week, somebody posted, Norway is the happiest country in the world. What's the secret? Question mark. And somebody responded, I can't believe that a wealthy country with healthcare and education... Oh, I'm sorry... Free healthcare and education, high wages, a strong middle class, and nearly a month paid vacation time by law is happy. Hmm. That Willie, sounds awful. Do you think we'd be happier or better off with any of those things? Yes to all of the above. I'm going to tell you something that you and I have both done. And if our listeners don't do this, they Made need out? to do it. Back in, a, a couple years back, I kind of got the the short end of the stick when it came to getting holiday time off at work. And I ended up having to work during the Black Friday period, like Thanksgiving period and the Christmas period. And I kind of got a little screwed over. So to thank me for working that time, I convinced my manager that I was going to do a four-day work week in the month of April. And oh boy, is that the best experience ever. And it's because I was maxed out on vacation, which in my case, I think we maxed out at like 240 hours, tons of time. Mm -hmm. that's, more, that's, that's more than a month, right? 80, uh, 160. Yeah. You're asking the wrong guy. 
40 hours is one week, Scott. 80 hours is two weeks. Double that. That's 160 hours. That's four weeks. I have more than four weeks off. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Checks out. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just checked on my calculator. You're right. TI-89 for the win. Do they even make batteries for those things anymore? Yeah, totally. The last time I needed some, I borrowed them from your mom's dildo. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Just Let's just do a quick recap, right? Our healthcare is is not free. Is that correct? Correct. What I'm assuming they're talking about is post-high school education. That for us is not free. Is that correct? That is correct. I had hundreds of thousands of hundred, tens of thousands of dollars in student are loans. You a, are you a doctor? No, I'm just an idiot, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people go to college for eight years, right? I just wanted to be Van Wilder. Let's see here. And uh, wages. There's, there's still a very low, if not mediocre, minimum wage, and we're and we're fighting to get it higher. Correct. That is correct, Scott. And the middle class. What's what's a middle class? I'm I'm pretty sure we just have like people who are not poor, rich, and, and people, and people are. who are rich. Yeah. And then of course the vacation. So I I can only imagine some people haven't taken vacations for years on top of years because yeah. they just don't earn enough, and it's not given to them. We don't have free vacation, right, Willie? Right. We. Ha- Correct. You have it's an earned thing versus a expected thing. So can can we have those things? That's that's the real question. Do you think the most mm. powerful country in the world should have those things and can have those things? Because there's a lot of people out there that would probably say the former, but wouldn't necessarily agree with how to get to the latter. I think the easiest way to get to that place is to get your ass out and vote. Yes, Wait, that, would, if, that would help for if sure. If that rhetoric annoys the shit out of you as a listener, just understand that this episode is going up right before. So just just go. Don't please please just go. We're probably going to say vote at least one or two more times. You want to hear something uh, interesting, Scott? This is outside of Reddit, but if you just do the math, all shut of the, the fuck people, up with TikTok, Willie. It's not a TikTok thing. I didn't say TikTok. I swear to God, it's not. It's it's from a different show. Philip DeFranco said it on his show. I have I don't do much with my life, okay? Scott, it's either TikTok or Philip DeFranco. Anyways. Willie, you beautiful bastard, tell me what's going on. The amount of people that didn't vote in 2016, if all of them were to have came out to vote for you, you would be president of the United States right now. You're goddamn right. Hey, speaking of uh, things that got us in this mess, because if you can't vote early prepare for long lines and be safe and healthy this week on white people twitter we're talking about covid19 it's been a while since it's been a while since you and i have actually spent some time talking about this but this person had a post that said truth it says the covid lockdown has demonstrated three things one our economy collapses as soon as it stops selling useless stuff to over indebted people two It is perfectly possible to reduce pollution. And three, the lowest paid people in the country are essential to its functions. Hmm. That that doesn't make me feel great. I mean, as we talk about people living below the poverty line, so much of what has kept us afloat are people that get paid significantly less than us. And That that is true. Yeah. 
Uh, the, the grocery store workers. Food some, services. Some some people in even in healthcare, you know, not everybody's mm-hmm. a doctor and a nurse. It's there's there's everybody who assists those people. And I know from working in that industry when I started out that you probably get paid less than we do now. Oh yeah, for sure. It. I I got in this argument with my dad, who I'm not going to make it party lines, but he is set in his ways, and it's the unfortunate reality. But he argued with me that those low-paying jobs are jobs for people just outside of college, just outside of high school. They're meant for kids in his mind, and they should never be something that should be relied on for a long period of time. People should move on from them. And my argument to that is just because of your age, just because you're a kid, doesn't mean that you can't, uh, you shouldn't be afforded a quality life. That that is true. I do you uh, agree with that rhetoric? Do you agree? Like, I mean, I guess, what are your thoughts to that point? I've I was thinking about this the other day in terms of what kind of mentality we have growing up here in the United States, and it's basically go to school, get a job, get a better job find find something that makes you happy and make a lot of money and get married have the american dream but going back to what you just said you know some people go into those jobs right out outside of school or maybe maybe while they're still in school and and then sometimes they never leave because life happens and they don't know how to hit that curveball, so to speak, in the sports parlance. And there's also a lot of risk to leaving something that you know you have. Right. And we don't build any sort of infrastructure necessarily to kind of support what your dad is saying. You know, we don't say, hey, every business has to have some sort of uh, booster program where, yes, the person who starts out as the cashier earns their way up to become the assistant manager, then the manager, then the, the store owner. Like where it, there's always a ceiling that you can't bust through. And so people move laterally. And because of all of the risks, especially with healthcare, there's people out there who will take a guaranteed situation over a lack of any sort of coverage or safety net. And it can be terrifying because when it comes to the American dream, there's, you know, Go to Hollywood, become an actor. Go become to a, New York. a top. Yeah, go to New York. Go to go to a top level, you know, sales company, uh, consultancy, or get into a fucking way too expensive school and become one of the the big three, right? Doctor, lawyer, president of the United States. Doctor, lawyer, uh, politician. politician. Are those yeah. the big three? Yep. I'm sure there's some other other jobs in there now, like create an app or some sort of piece of software and just have somebody buy that from you. But those aren't things that happen all the time to everybody, and especially not for the majority of Americans. Otherwise, we wouldn't be seeing this mass distribution of wealth so so uneven. I think some of the people that should be top of that list, like if you could redefine a core three jobs that people... Envy is the wrong word, but that people aspire to. I think number one on that list should be teacher. Agreed. But that's 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 a pitfall potentially too, right? Like, do you want to pay somebody so much money that they could potentially become bored or unenthused by what 
they're trying to accomplish or what they should be accomplishing. Like, yes, teachers should get paid a lot more, but should teachers be arriving to school in Lamborghinis and Bentleys? That's a valid point. I Correct. You know who definitely shouldn't arrive in Lamborghinis and Bentleys? College sports coaches. Oh, sure. Yeah. The only reason they're paid so well is because they make hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for the university, who then charges all the students tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, to pay the coaches. Because they're definitely not making enough money, because those coaches definitely don't take in all that money themselves. Yeah, it's... We, we live in a very backward situation where the, the people who are idolized are the people who make the most money. And in, in some ways, it makes sense because here in the United States, what does money give you? Power. Yes. And security. Uh, so everything yes. that you're afraid of, everything that you're afraid to lose, you can somehow recoup that if you have unlimited wealth. You don't have to worry about getting sick or hurt or losing a significant other, right? You have the resources to do a lot of that stuff over again if you make a mistake. Correct. And and then you start to see the shortcomings of people in those positions who struggle with the things we all struggle with too, which is emotional security, mental health, just life in general, like those that happiness portion of it. Yeah, there's, there's tons of people who have money and they're just not happy because it can't buy you what you want. It can't fill that void, at least internally or emotionally. Um, so, so the moral of the story here is money can buy a penis, just not happiness. You nailed it right on the head. Never saw that coming. Boy, right, Willie, so you are, probably don't have anybody laughing at those jokes, but I do have something that is a little funny if you uh, follow my oh. drift. This week on Our Funny, we've got a, a celebrity who's showing up on here. Willie, are you familiar with a, a guy named Jonathan Oliver? Yeah, I know Jonathan Oliver. Do you ever watch his show? Every Monday morning when there's a new episode. I never watch it at night. I never watch it when it's live, but I go onto YouTube. I noticed that I that his clip of the main story is up, and when I see that on YouTube, I immediately go over to HBO and watch the whole thing. So you're you're very familiar then with his beef with the city of Danbury, Connecticut. Is that correct? Yeah, those fuckers. Exactly, and that's what he said. And for some reason, they were they were just the target of his wrath, and humorously, of course. But they they started going back and forth to the point where the city said they were going to name the sewage treatment plant after him as a as a big comeback he then said i would be so honored i would even donate money to make that happen so the taxpayers don't have to cover it the city of danbury then came back and said actually no we're not going to do that john oliver made it his mission to make sure that happened and then this week he finally posted a picture of him in what looks like a biohazard suit (laughs) In front of the sign unveiling for the sewage treatment plant. It's so good. His entire show since COVID has been filmed in what he calls a white void. And I I think it's the best set dressing for a COVID situation. It's not some weird library. It's not some weird office. It's not someone's living room. It's well lit. It's well produced. And I only think that like episode one was weird, but it's nice to see him out of that space and actually filming something live on on scene. 
yeah, like interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. I think a white void is the exact opposite of what the Oscars usually are. Is that correct? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> has his show, since, since the pandemic has started, has continues to be, I will say, one of the best, most, most truth-revealing shows and honest and sometimes to the point of being brutally savage with the state of America. And this is coming from a guy who is, is not from here. He's, he's, he's an outsider by, by all accounts. and He's an he's, American he, citizen now. Sure, sure. But as somebody who wasn't born here, you know, he didn't necessarily Correct. have the same upbringing that most of us do. And he's just letting America have it. I, I think that more show... There's this weird rhetoric right now. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. There's this really strange rhetoric that in order to be a, a true patriot, you need to believe in the nation. You need to stand for 100% of everything that the country stands for. But I think America... Blindly not, follow, right? Yeah. America is not about nationalism. It is about changing what's right and i think shows like john oliver's last week tonight changed the rhetoric to say we should be criticizing we should be looking introspective on the things that don't work and make active change in those areas and i love that he calls to light those those things that you might not think through like i I, he did a piece on the prison system and how broken it is i think it's very interesting that growing up we we kind of were taught to think that America is the best, right? We've we've done everything the right way. We we've we broke away from the colony. No, we didn't. We became the colonies. We broke away from the king, and it's kind of like we just yep, was, it's was it? Anyway, we we broke away know. from the modern. Gave a big middle finger to Europe and said toodaloo. And it's it's like our whole existence was born from criticism, and we can't. Just take a step back and just look at our own situation and, and criticize ourselves. Which we should. We should be criticizing the things that are not right. I, I think complacency in many ways is getting in the way of true progress. I know that everybody complains that Back to the Future has not met the appropriate standards, or at least the United States has not met the standards that Back to the Future has set up for us, right? Where are our goddamn flying cars? Why can't I kiss my mom? What is a hoverboard really doing? Wait a minute. Did you say kiss your mom? I don't know. What? I'm sorry. Hold on. I have a story for you, Scott. Yeah. Hey, quick, look over here. Look this way. <laughs> Speaking of sleeping, have you ever thought about what the perfect morning looks like? Ah, yes. Yes, I have. So perfect morning to you. You wake up at what time? Usually boner o'clock. So Scott wakes up at noon when it's when it goes from six to midnight. I was trying to get a spit take out of Willie. It did not happen. I was taking a drink of water. Scott is definitely trying to get me to spit and he knows. He doesn't. Oh my God. I'm sorry, mom. (laughs) Uh, I have your batteries back, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) you're such a fuck that's so gross that's so gross okay so i want to share with you this gift that i found that was titled the perfect morning and it was from r slash gifts this morning now i think what's interesting about this is it show it it represents a woman and a man and i 
actually fall more in the camp of what this woman does in her day-to-day life than what the guy in the video does. And I think it's a great representation of maybe you and I. So the gift starts. I'm going to just walk you through this, Scott. 5 a.m., an alarm goes off. Girl wakes up. She goes out to the living room. She starts doing yoga. At 6 o'clock, she gets in the shower. She starts taking a shower. On the other side of the gift, by the way, is a man. He's sleeping. He's enjoying his time. Having a good, having a good sleep. Six thirty, woman's out of the shower. She's getting ready for the day. She does a face peel. She does, oh, she God. does her hair. She's doing her makeup. She's making herself look presentable to the world in the conventional way that women have been expected to. Or you just want to be presentable because I, I argue that like, make yourself look the way that you want. I put shit on my eyes in the morning. I put lotion on my face because I want to look young and youthful. For my life. So here it is. It's 8.30. She's almost ready for work. Man gets out of bed within about five minutes. Suit on. He's dressed. Ready to go. Doesn't even brush his teeth. And then at the end of the oh. gif, both of them get into the elevator. Man looks at the guy and goes, hey, man, you look great today. Another man looks at the girl and goes, hey, Susan, why do you look so tired? When you look through this woman, this person, right, is up at five in the morning to get to work at, say, nine o'clock. Spends that whole morning doing self-relaxation, doing those things, maybe working out. What is your morning routine? Who do you fall on the camp of? I am 100% the guy who just rolls out of bed. If, if you could picture it like a movie, I would, I would throw the covers off, literally like barrel roll towards my closet, roll through a <laughs> pile of clothes, with come, come up dress, roll, roll through the front door with my shoes suddenly on, roll into the car... Look in the look in the mirror, wipe my non-hair out of my eyes, and then drive to work. That's that's exactly how I get ready in the day. Uh, all I'm imagining with you rolling around so much is that scene in the movie Hook, starring Robin Williams, with that dude with that little kid rolling around as the bowling ball. Exactly, it's it's exactly like that. With this, it's it's really funny because I thought you were gonna uh, talk about a different post because I saw one that was very similar to this. Oh yeah. But, it had Vince McMahon, believe it or not. Yeah, 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 strange. But to me, this this gif kind of represents a couple things. Number one, women work so much harder than men and don't get the recognition that they deserve. So thank you, ladies. Number two, never, ever, ever say a woman looks tired. You probably shouldn't say a man looks tired either unless you know them really well, especially now with everything going on. You know, I've been getting that a lot recently when I get to work. I've been trying my hardest to get up really early and just like this woman, go to the gym, shower, get ready for the day, spend time. Before I leave the house to go to the gym, I finish 20 ounces of water. That's like my, that's my price of admission to leave. So I'm doing all of these things to try and better myself and I get to work. And I have had many occasions in the last week where somebody has said, hey man, are you all right? How many hours of sleep are you getting? I'm pretty well. I've been going to bed at around 10 o'clock at night, waking up around 5 o'clock. So how many hours is that? Because you know I can't do math. That's seven. That's se- it's seven, Scott. Jesus Christ. I get nine hours of sleep every single night, and I you feel You don't great. look a day over 45. You I know. You look great. Up until this, this year, people have actually mistaken me for about 10 years younger than I actually am, which feels amazing. Doesn't uh, that feel great? Somebody mistaked me, mistake, mistooken? Mistooken. It's mistooken. Mistooken, yeah. Mistook. They mistooken me for seven years younger than I was, and oh boy, did I feel great. Yeah, that you've got that youthful glow, 
but I think we all have a ring of coronavirus age, you know, if we were a tree, that is, uh, that will never go away. We've, we've just got that, that presidential grays growing on everybody this year, and yeah, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> it's um, called sadness, Scott. You're Call right. it what it's, it is. It's a deep-rooted depression that I don't know if any therapist is going to be able to break us of. And speaking of reasons to make somebody drink, this this week in Life Pro Tips... Oh? It's really, what, ever, by the way, one of my favorite Reddits. R slash Life Pro Tips are tips that improve your life in one way or another. Would you agree? Absolutely would agree. You, you're right, going to hit well, me with, with one of those hot takes? I am. I am. And this is for basically everybody who's going to, you know, defy orders and have social gatherings this upcoming holiday. So listen up. If you offer someone an alcoholic drink and they say no, immediately tell them what non-alcoholic drinks you have with no judgment. They don't owe you any explanation of recovery, medical contradictions, or whether or not they just don't feel like it that day. And it goes a little bit further and says recovering alcoholics struggle because a lot of people don't understand that just one can't be done. Also, nobody should owe you their medical history just because you think not drinking with you is uncool. If the person uh, was just objecting to the type of alcohol you offer, then believe me, they'll ask what else you have on hand. Or you can just say, we have other drinks and these are the non-alcoholic drinks that I have, blah, blah, blah. How many times have you been asked going out with friends to... Back when we were allowed to go to restaurants, or sorry, we're still allowed back when you should and could go to restaurants because you shouldn't right now. How many times I, uh, were you asked by your friends or colleagues, why aren't you drinking? I would say in every social situation that we were allowed to go out to, it was it was always offered. And, and that's just because it, it's a thing adults do. And nobody thinks twice to kind of question that, which... Going back to our, our comment on introspectively asking why we do things here in the United States. But yeah, like I remember when I was still able to drink and I got my first job in corporate that uh, we would go out for drinks afterwards. And it was just just a thing. Like, And, you know, the people who didn't drink were either like designated drivers or they were pregnant. But everybody else drank. And then so for me, I, I'm thankful to be a very straightforward person and male. So... People usually don't question me if they, they asked if I want to drink. I'm just like, ah, I don't drink. Thank you, but I don't drink. Or, yeah, no, thank you. I don't drink. And that's that's what I'll say. And if they want to follow up, I'm, I'm more than happy to answer the question why. But I just usually say, nah, I don't drink. And most people would be either pick up and like assume that no, maybe he's, he's a recovering alcoholic or just would let it go. Other people would ask like, oh, you don't? And I'd be like, yeah, I got a thing. And then... That's that's all it needs to be said. Right. They would generally assume when they didn't need to. It, it was interesting. When you bring that up, it only happened a couple of times, but back when you and I would hang out all the time, like like lovers, I remember going to restaurants and people would say that and I would say it's a health it's a health thing. Shut up. And I appreciated that, Willie, because like truthfully nobody deserves to know my medical history unless you are my medical professional. But from your side of the table, as it may be, what was it like or what is it like when you're just not feeling it? I know I know you like to have mm-hmm. a few, but I've never seen you have a few too many. So that's a really just... rare thing, right? Like I never I never overdid it. 
we've got no video history of you getting sloshed ever. And trust me, we definitely would have recorded it. That is accurate. Anything that these that my friends could do to throw me under the bus, I was that person that everybody made. It's fine. I don't even care anymore. When when we would be at the table and we would, and I would be offered a drink. The the odd part is especially when you and I were going out with friends all the time. I was really one of maybe one or two that would get a drink, and most of the other people that would get a drink, they generally had families to go back to or were just social drinkers. So it was really uncomfortable for me to 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 drink in front of you. I I just felt like it's out of place, and I don't I don't want to be that person that's like going overboard because I'm trying to have like social lubricant. But in situations when offered, knowing that a lot of my family history is is a, is prone to addiction for alcohol and smoking, okay. I I always felt sad in myself when I gave into that peer pressure. I can only go back to college when it was like, here's a drink, have this, and it's not a positive thing. I, I guess I would urge many listeners that if you're put in a position to do that. Giving people options and not holding any resentment or questioning or being overly curious, I think is something that we need. We sometimes take for granted. Just shut the fuck up. It's not your business. Yeah, we really do kind of project our own insecurities uh, a, a lot of times. You know, I, I I've definitely been the person who's been like, listen, I know I can't have a drink. I would like to because. There were, there were several types of drinks that I enjoyed when I could. So, you know, go ahead, have one, and just enjoy it for me. I would say something like that, which is kind of a dick move to think about. You know, because I don't know anybody else's any situation. I've, I've never been, like, the pushy person, but just, just to say something like that when it's kind of looking back on it, at least, probably not the best thing I could have said. Yeah, uh, and so I, I think sometimes people forget that if you push somebody a little too far, they might live with that. That might hit them in a way that you weren't expecting it. Here's a great example. Today, while I was at work, I ha- I, I'm wearing one of our work shirts and I just like took a moment and I yawned, right? So I raised my hands up, I yawn, and apparently my shirt must have came up a little too high because a coworker was like, hey, hey Willie, I just want to maybe give you a little feedback here. I think you might, uh, might need a different sized shirt. Wow. And, uh, I, was, and I was like, hey, you an fuck. HR... <laughs> that's close to an HR violation. My, my exact response was, hey, if I want to tuck my dick straight up out my belt loop, <laughs> don't look at it. It's just the tip. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you want to get a hold of us this week, there's many ways to do it. One of the best ways is to email us at subforthatpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're, uh, you know, if you trend younger and you, you want to get on that social media vibe, you can reach out to us on Twitter at sub for that on our Insta at sub for that. And we we also have our own personal social medias that you can reach out. I'm at Scott Garola and I'm WildMN293. And if you want to watch Willie get murdered hundreds and hundreds of times over, you can follow him on Twitch at that's wild, man. And remember. No matter what you're into, whether it's two health bars, DC Comics, boss fight, or male grooming, there's, there's a sub for that.
dude i've been like farting my brains out i just i heard that did you really (laughs) (laughs) i was like either there's a dinosaur outside of your house right now or like a (laughs) semi-truck just rolled by oh all right well this mic is way more powerful than i thought willie you're not gonna believe this Ooh, i can't believe it's not butter willie you're not gonna believe what i just found out it's a girl two men can have sex with each other girls actually do poop and it tastes bad pumpkins feel hard from the inside and the outside (laughs) you can fuck a pie when it's cold